charge down with CBND, where we take an hour out of your today to speak about the greatest game of all, rugby league. How are you doing, CB? I'm excellent, thank you, sir. Excellent. That is good to hear. It feels weird that NRL's over, though. It does. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm struggling with the concept of Origin being tomorrow. Like, <laughs> there's there's been no hype. It's bizarre. Yeah. And I read I read earlier that they're saying that maybe the NRL are trialing this to see how they go and they might switch switch it permanently. I'm like that's not going to happen. That'd be a fucking disaster. I don't think the the viewership is going to be anywhere as good. Um, and I probably reckon that the players are pretty keen to just relax for a bit. Yeah. Um, Origi- uh, grand final needs to be the final nail in the coffin on the season. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree. Totally agree. Unless it's like um, world championship stuff. Well, I have a, I have a proposition on that, on that okay. side of things. I have a, I have a thought. A thought? Hmm. A thought. Do you want to, do you want to lay down your thought now or do you want to say it for later? Oh, why not? I, I just think um, it's not anything new in terms of origin. They need to be making that standalone. Yeah. I like the three weeks in a row thing. I think just do that. Yep. The Super League, do it. Other other codes, um, other sports, do it where there's, you know, breaks of, of from club games or whatever for internationals for, you know, for different cups and titles yep. and things. And I just think, why not do that? Like, do, do the NRL... Um, I reckon do a 20, 20 game season like they just did. Okay. And but but partway through it, break for three weeks for Origin. On the weekends that Origin is on, they should do a Four Nations of some kind with like Samoa, you know, Tonga, PNG, those types. Okay. So that we get football on the weekend still. Yep. Have the women's comp. Yep. And then I think that they should have like a test match Australia New Zealand at the end of um, that whole thing because um, if you think about it three weeks of origin in a row pick the Australian team and on that fourth week they play the test match that could work I my, my only concern is that the players that aren't playing in those four nations or origin or anything they're going to have that break in the middle of the season where maybe they don't want to be breaking for too long. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, that's fair. There was something that I heard from someone else's pod um, recently that said different, different concept to me in that regard, but they did say about having the origin three weeks straight. I think a few people have said that. Yeah. And one, one of their thoughts around the club players that are not playing um, that perhaps they could play down in the lower grades that they're linked to, you know what I mean? Like, so if you're contracted to the Broncos, you have, obviously you have, you know, certain Q cup teams like East, um, who you, is your affiliated club team? Yeah. Couldn't those guys have a run around in the Q cup or in the New South Wales cup or whatever yeah, for that weekend? Then that brings out the crowds in, in that area. It gives them more opportunity, make them televised games. I mean, there's a few different ways. I'm, I'm not saying I have all the answers. I just think like those types of scenarios could be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's totally, totally far-fetched. But one thing I would love to see eventually, if they were to go down something like that, would be to have like a play-in tournament where similar to the soccer, where it doesn't matter what grade you play, that they play in a play-in tournament. So like what I'm getting at is like, the PNG Hunters, the East Tigers, North Devils would play against the St. George Illawarra Dragons versus the Broncos versus Gold Coast, like in a tournament. Kind of like... That, it's interesting. It's interesting. I like do you know it. what I mean? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like, imagine, imagine fucking like, you know, the Sunny Coast Falcons playing against you know, the Canberra Raiders and causing an upset or something. Like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, how sick would that be? That, how would that make the Raiders feel? <laughs> oh, I know. Also, because obviously they wouldn't be, at, you know, potentially at full strength. I mean, even if we took the origin piece out of it and we just had this kind of tournament thing, they yeah. do it, in, they do it in, in the soccer. Obviously, in England in particular, you have teams that are playing in the 
you know, second division, third division, et cetera, that play in the FA Cup or whatever, where they play against everyone. It's just a play-in tournament. And, you know, the final could be Liverpool versus, you know, a team that's not even in the top flight English Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And teams in the lower grades win, like, it's not a, a rare occurrence. Like, it happens. It actually, they actually do beat, like, teams like Arsenal yeah. and stuff, or? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, man, it happens, like, plenty. That's one way to stamp your authority. I just think it's like just cool. Like it's just a different concept. I think the, I I personally think the sunny the sunny coast Falcons could probably beat, um, quite a few first grade NRL teams. Yeah, especially if they were missing a couple of people for Origin. If they yeah. do it like that, I don't know. Like it's just I'm do, I'm off on a full tangent, but I just I feel like <laughs> I feel like some some new um ideas into it you know some sort of a playing tournament type thing like and it just gives people exposure too like and yeah it would just give excitement like there's people that i know that don't follow an nrl team because of like say north sydney bears was their team and they're now out of it so yeah. they follow a team in you know they follow a team in the new south wales cup like imagine supporting your new south wales cup team against an nrl team in a yeah. playing tournament like the rivalry, the excitement, like that shit would be epic. Man. There could be some floggings as well. Oh, for sure, for sure. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I just, I I like the, I've always liked that about what soccer does in that regard. I've always thought that was really cool. No, I like it. I like the concept of it. I reckon like, I would really like to see uh, rugby league in general, just get bigger and bigger in Australia. Yeah. Um, And like, I know it's no way it's not going to get to the point where the NFL or anything like that is. Um, but I would like to see like um, colleges or universities um, having like teams as well and potentially like oh, yeah. grow, grow that side of things like college football. Yeah. 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 I think that the college thing might be a stretch cause we're not just, we don't have a college culture as such. But, no, that's true. But I feel like um, getting, bringing back, I mean, it's, it's even before my time, you know, and you say how old I am, um, but, you know, the reserve grade used to be on the same day as, as A grade. Yeah. Like, that would be cool in itself. I remember 20s was a pretty good, you know, curtain raiser for the big game. Yeah. I would, I would love to see them put more energy into bringing, you know, a secondary competition alongside it, like merge Q Cup and New South Wales Cup and have those teams playing the curtain racer games for the NRL on TV, get the exposure going. Would you, would you introduce a relegation sort of system as well? No, I don't think you could. We, no. we don't have, we don't have enough. No, we don't have enough for that. But, okay. but like, imagine the way it used to be where you'd go to the footy on a Sunday and you'd watch three grades. You'd watch Colts or twenties. Then you yeah. watch reserve grade and the reserve grade would probably have some fringe guys in it. And then you watch the A grade game. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. That's a day at the footy. That is a day at the footy. And that was one hell of a tangent. <laughs> yes, it was. Let's get back on the pod. I like it though. I like it. I love the idea. Um, all in all, I, I think it'd be... Uh, it's just different. Yeah. No, different. It, it's like, and I mean, this. if this year is towards anything, it's that different is good sometimes. Yeah, I know, I'm not saying it's like, it's not the answer. It's not perfect or it's not like set. I mean, there's going to be flaws in it that people could pick it apart, but I just think thinking outside the box is cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, anyway. Yes. Yeah, anyways, we, anyway. we, we got, we got a lot to cover still. Um, we've had some pretty, pretty odd signings over the past week. And um, we'll also cover off some origin stuff as it is tomorrow. Um, or today, if you're listening to the podcast today, or maybe a week ago, if you're a week late, who knows? Um, <laughs> and we'll cover some stats as well. So in the way of signings, um, since we last spoke in your ear holes, um, we've had the Panthers have actually let quite a few players go. And obviously some already were planning on leaving. Um, we've got James Tamo obviously headlining and he's obviously on his way to the Tigers. Pretty happy about that. Um, Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we need some leadership there. We have a lot of like, now that obviously Benji and Lawrence are gone, um, we don't have a lot of leadership in the, in the squad. 
No, no, I get that. I spoke to another Tiger enthusiast recently. Did, did he not like the idea? No. Really? He, and and I kind of get where he's coming from. He literally, his words were, yeah, great. We signed another. Russell Packer. What did he say? No, no. He said, yeah, great. We signed another prop who's over the hill and on his way back down or something like that. Like, Yeah, no, I understand it. I understand it. And um, I mean, Tamel's probably still got more value, but he's certainly on the decline. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Who know? He could potentially have another incline, though. Um, some players could do it, I guess. How old is he? Um, James Tamel. Let's have a look. See, he's yeah. thirty-one. Yeah, so he's got another four years in him. I, I do, like he's not going to be. A... He's thirty. He's thirty-two in like four weeks. Okay, so maybe, um, <laughs> maybe this will see out his career. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. Sure it will. Yeah, look, I'm not I don't think he's um terrible or anything, but I he's certainly past his prime. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, maybe James Fisher Harris would have been a better signing. <laughs> uh yes. Yes, yes. Um anyway, but- it's not a like you said, it's not a bad signing. Certainly leadership comes from a winning culture and the Cowboys and then now the Panthers. So he certainly yeah. brings certainly brings some good experience for you guys. And he's played Origin as well. So that's a he did. That's another tick. Which is not that he won, but it's another tick. Mm. Um, Caleb Aikens on his way out. Jack Hetherington, which we knew about. Yeah. Um, Malachi Watani Zalesniak. Poor guy. Poor guy. He um he leaves the Panthers, goes to the Tigers, and then goes back to the Panthers, and now he's on his way out again. Um, he just is can't he going back to the Tigers. <laughs> uh, we don't need him. We don't need another back. Um, True. but. I mean, I did like him when he was at the Tigers. They just didn't really give him a run and he needed some more on-field experience. Mm. Um, Pat Hollis, no idea who that is. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> good and, luck, Pat. And Braden McGrady, which I also don't know who that is. Uh, sure. But that, that rounds out the Panthers leaving. Um, we do... Wait, 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 he it's not confirmed. No, but he's mate. In rugby league language, when you hear a team say you're free to negotiate with other teams if you can find a better deal, yeah, that literally but, says please get the fuck out as soon as you can because we don't want you anymore. This yeah, that's true. That is true. Like it's true. He's gonna be he'll be gone before next season. Where does he end up though? I don't know. He has a season, he has a year to run on his deal, but they've told him he can he can talk to other clubs. He, he's he'll be out for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. The more signings that have happened, obviously, or more releasing, if anything. Um, Robert Jennings going back to Penrith, <laughs> which is, okay. it is what it is. Um, James Roberts released from the Rabbitohs. Yeah, compassionate grounds. Yeah. I can't see, I don't, I don't understand the Robert Jennings one. Yeah. What do you think about, let's, let's go through their back line real quick. You've got Toll. He's yep. not going anywhere. No. You got Crichton, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Who's on the other side? You got um Charlie Naden. Yeah, you got Char- Brent, Brent Naden. Charlie Staines. Charlie, Charlie Staines. And then Josh Mansour, who's likely out. Yep. But that's because they want Charlie Staines in there. Yeah. I just hey, yeah, have, I mean it, they also the have Tyron. They also have Tyron May. Yeah. The like, same Jennings thing is, happened. James yeah. is going to be in the exact same position. He'll be playing fucking for someone else next year in a loan agreement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most likely. Well, depending on what happens in the world. Maybe, do we get more loans next year? Who knows? Probably. Um, and Jake, oh, sorry. Yeah, Jake Avrilo extends his dog's tenure. Oh, yeah. Um, not, a, and- not a bad pickup for them. Not bad signing for them. Not bad, not bad. And that last one, uh, the Panthers do actually sign Matt Eisenhuth. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. Which is, it's something. I mean. It's interesting. Who's it, who's on the out of there? That, where does he go? Well. Is that because of. Tamo, maybe? Yeah, I was just going to say, is that because of Tamo? Probably. He can fill that void. He could probably fill that void very well. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Hmm. So that is our signings that we've had over the past week. I'm sure there's going to be more and more every single day now that it is November. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm excited to see what what happens. Yeah, I'm um, I'm holding out hope. Yeah, I'm hopefully, hopefully making, get get rid of Milford. Making some deals. Yeah, dealing maybe dealing. Maybe Mantor at the at the Bulldog, at the Broncos. I heard um, that Josh Maguire might have been coming back. Ooh. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting one. You don't want that. Um. Yeah, and and it's funny you say that because I did hear. Um, I did read the other day just on Twitter that um, that um, they named clubs that could be interested in Mansour and they did say the Broncos. It's <laughs> exactly what you need. Another outside yeah. back. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, just before we move on from the signings, just to, obviously the rumours that are going around the room at the moment. Um, now that Flanagan is signed with the Dogs, that frees up that position at the Roosters and Mitch Pierce is linked to there. Head back to the Roosters, which leaves the Knights available uh, where Benji looks like he's going to be heading. Isn't potentially. Oh, really? I thought Jake Clifford from the Cowboys was going to Newcastle, which means Benji would go to the Cowboys. I Yeah. Well, I've, I've read probably a mixture of the three. Yeah. Okay. Um, except I don't see Knights signing. I mean, I don't see the, the Cowboys signing Pierce, so it wouldn't be all three going around in circles. Yeah, yeah, I heard Pierce to Roosters, Clifford to Knights, and Benji to Cowboys. But um, I haven't heard that for a few days, so we'll just see what plays out. I can't. The Knights have already come out saying they don't want to let Pierce go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, and I probably wouldn't want to let him go either. I think he's I think he's been alright for them. Pierce um, and Clifford would be a pretty sick combo, to be honest. It would. It would. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens. As I said, so November is gonna have it's gonna have yeah. a lot of a lot of so news. much so much more player movement these days. Hey, it's changed over the last few years. There's definitely more. There definitely is, there definitely is. Um, shall we uh, actually just before we do get into origin, um, I do wanna just uh, that is what we're here for, you're right. But <laughs> I do wanna I do wanna quickly throw out some stats. Oh yeah um, and just Completely, completely random. I was doing some digging and um, didn't have to dig too far because it's right on NRL.com. Um, <laughs> but who do you reckon that the leading leading point scorer for 2020 was? Leading point scorer? Yeah. Um, I think I saw this like at the end of the season. Was it... Um, uh, was it Reynolds? It was Reynolds. Adam Reynolds, 221. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, I we know... That, that game where they put 50 or 60 on the Roosters is what got him. Yeah. It definitely is, because Nathan Cleary was leading it, and before that, Kyle Flanagan was for, for a very long time. Kyle Flanagan, uh, considering they wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Um, most tries, Alex Johnson, 23. <laughs> well, again he got five in that game <laughs> that he did still couldn't um, still couldn't land a golden day though no he could not and high standards uh, yeah so high so high <laughs> um, the most goals adam reynolds again yeah 98 clearly would have been up there i'm guessing who had the most field goals um probably clearly yeah you're right you're 100 percent right um, most line breaks, Alex Johnston. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, on 23. Yeah, okay. I was uh, actually going to say, like, um, what's his face? Like, um, kick out. Oh, yeah. That could have been a thing. Um, who do you reckon had the most post-contact meters? Ooh, um, I'm going to say either Fisher-Harris or, or um, Papali. Uh, it was Fisher Harris. You're right. Oh, really? Yeah. He's that, actually been sneaky good, man. Yeah, it's it actually surprised me. But then when I'm like looking back on the season, I figured they probably he probably was like he probably yeah, was he, that damn good. He was really good, and it's funny he didn't get the same kind of recognition um, as what I guess like a Papali did. Yeah. Very um. Not that Papali didn't the radar. deserve it. Not that yeah. Not that Paps didn't you know big big puppy not that he didn't deserve it he wasn't even in top five 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I would I would have had them one and two, like I like in my thoughts, but um. Yeah, no, nah, Clemmer was literally two two meters oh, off. Oh, Clemmer, yeah. Two Clemmer. meters off getting that record. Again, it's funny because I think the Knights have said they don't want Clemmer next year either, and it's funny that mm. he's a meter eater for them. I'll take him. I'll who, take him for sure. Who was third? Uh Tom Burgess. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> and then Takiyaho, followed by Josh Mansour. Wow, I wouldn't have picked any of them. Yeah. I got Fisher Harris. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most line engaged. Most Which times one? the line was engaged by what a player. What uh, I guess it's where you're get running at the line just before you're passing it, maybe. Right. So that's like it's a... It's a ball player. It's a Cameron Smith. It's a Damien Cook. It's a that type. No, it's um the top five. The top, half, five. the top five are halves. Okay. I'll say Cleary. Yeah, Not you're that. right. Yeah. Um, you, you just got to go with the team that was on top of the ladder all fucking year. Yeah. You know, I'd say clear. I'd say Jerome Hughes was probably thereabouts. Wasn't top um, five. No. Okay. Um, it was old mate from um, old mate from Canberra. Um, nope. No, Whiten. No. Nope. It was the top five were Cleary, then Keary, then Reynolds, then Sean Johnson, then Mitchell Pierce. Oh yeah, Reynolds. I forgot about Reynolds. Yeah. Um, who had the most tackle breaks of the season? Maybe Kikau. Nope. Tom Malolo. Nope. Um, it's give bad. Me a give me a team. The Roosters. The Roosters. Oh, Teddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair. Uh, top five were Teddy, Nick Kotrick, David Nofaluma. Kalen Ponga and Joey Manu. Yeah. Couple of roosters in there. Kotrick's sneaky good, hey? Yeah. Strong. That's a big uh, loss for the Raiders. Huge loss. I think the doggies, they've signed well over the over the past year. Mm. Um, see how they go next year. Um, we'll fly through these ones. Most try assists. Cleary. Sorry, sorry, passing try assists. Luai, Cleary. Uh, Sean Johnson. Oh, well, yeah, good on him. He had a good season. Yeah, Jerome Luai was right behind him. Actually, yeah. Jerome Luai had the same, same amount, but they're only showing Sean Johnson's face on the on the record. Right. Yeah, I just, I remember reading a stat like maybe three or four weeks ago about how Luai was actually responsible for most of the tries off the back of Penrith. Yeah. That's why I said it. Who do you reckon has the most, off most passing offloads? Um... Probably Sonny Bill. No, I was kidding. <laughs> um, In all three games he played. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit. Can offload. Um, offloads. Fuck. I don't know, to be honest. Maybe. He's, he's an eel. Eel. Oh, um, what's. Uh, could it be Nathan Brown? No. Would it be the other dude, the front row that I just mentioned before? Um, not Fisher, sorry, the other one, the 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 one on the parasite that used to be an eel, uh, used to be a Penrith Panther, Campbell Gillard, is it? Campbell no, Gillard? No. Junior Paulo. Oh snap! Yeah, okay. Yeah, and he 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 beat him by a lot? By, by nine. Wow. Yeah. Who was who was the top three there? Uh the top. We'll go top five: Junior Paulo, David Clemmer, Christian Welch, Ryan Madison, and Marty Tapau. Those. Christian Welsh, Ryan Madison, and Marty Tapau all had 35. Wow. Um, line break assists. Passing line break assists. Probably Luai or Kiri or someone like that. Uh, Teddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Teddy, then Luai, then Latrell, crazily enough. Yeah, Latrell um, missed, missed a lot of games, so good on Yeah, him. and uh, Cody Walker and DCE. That says a lot about how good Latrell was playing, really, doesn't it? Yeah, he he was like he was very not unselfish. Sorry, he was very unselfish about his ball playing this year. Yeah, he definitely played a lot better. Mm. Um, and we'll finish the stats off with um passing receptions. That's the shittest stat ever. <laughs> Who was that? I don't even give a fuck. Damien Cook. Oh, whoop-dee. He beat second place by 300 plus. 
I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> and Actually, how it has how does it have any impact on the game? <laughs> I don't know. But I do want to go quickly through these ones. Negative plays. Who had the most errors in 2020? Um, Lindsay Collins. <laughs> nah. He was fucking hopeless. <laughs> he wasn't even in top five. I can't wait to see him drop five balls and give away six penalties <laughs> in Origin tomorrow. Um, <laughs> um, Kiri? Uh, nope. I don't know. Uh, Zach Lomax. Oh, okay. Yeah. On 40. Top five? Top five. Uh, Zach Lomax, Jack Whiten on 32. Stephen Crichton, 32. Scott Drinkwater, 32. And Josh Morris, 31. Where was um, Kiri? <sighs> Making me go into the table. Oh, that's right. That's um, I, just, I thought he had some errors in him, that's all. Kiri was a long way down. Fair enough. That's good. Crazy enough, not even top 50. Next. Um, sorry, got to go back real quick. Um, most, most penalties given <laughs> like, like, yeah, most penalties <laughs> Ca- caused Andrew Fafita. <laughs> nah, Jared Warrior Hargraves. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> was, Lindsay, was Lindsay Collins up there? No, nah, he wasn't. Top five. Why <laughs> Um, Hargraves, Tyrone Peachy, Jared Wallace, Flykick Walker and Jerome Luai. Lucky Walker. Just <laughs> fucking snap kicking blacks. Giving away yeah. <laughs> Handling errors. Can I just, I wonder, I want to know if people call him fly kick in like league circles. Like I really hope so. Fucking hope so too. Sorry, what was the next one? Uh, handling errors. Lindsay Collins. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't top five. Uh, it's only because he plays 20 minutes a night. If he played full game, he'd fucking clock it, I tell you. He would be. It was um. It was also Jack Lomax. Yeah, okay. Shit. He had yeah. a good season, but clearly he made a lot of errors. Yep. Um, so Lomax, Drinkwater, Scrighton, Josh Morris, and Kalen Ponga. Hmm. Um, and ineffective tackle. Top five. <laughs> um... Probably. I thought Boyd would be on this list. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was literally going to say, I was literally, you fucking took my words because I was literally going to say, I'll give him my top five. And I'm like, Darius Boyd, Anthony Milford, <laughs> fucking Brody Croft. Like um, I could name five fucking Broncos. Anyway. Um, it's a Panther. It's Liam Martin. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 41. Damien Cook, 40. Um, I think it's most ineffective tackles because they make a hell of a lot of tackles. It can't, the ratio kind of doesn't yeah. um, doesn't do any justice. Uh, yeah, Damian Cook, Cam Murray, Appy Corusau, and then Kenny Bromwich. So, huh. all men who take a lot of a lot of tackles. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> shall we get into Origin? On my stats, Lindsay Collins is like, <laughs> like six different fucking lists. Anyway. I think he's a good player. I think he just needs to fix his fucking errors and his penalties. Yeah. Hey, random question. What happened to Dylan Napa? Did he continue playing this year? I have no idea. I, I swear he, he dropped off. I think off. he did. No, I think he played. I think he was playing. Yeah, right. He might have been injured, but I think he was playing. Yeah, right. Okay. He's just fallen off, hasn't he? Like. Yeah. Like, ever since he went to the dogs, um, yeah. he just kind of disappeared. Did he go to the dogs for the dollars? Uh, yeah, I think so. Hmm. When, when when the Roosters signed Angus Crichton on the same money as Dylan Napa was on. Yeah, true. So he didn't play in their final game of the season. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember reading out his name on the team lists for like a long time. Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. He didn't play this the week before that. Sorry, anyway, keep going and I'll have a quick search. I'm trying to see when the last time he played was. No, that's all good. That's all good. While, you, while you're doing that, just before we hop into Origin, I might just rattle off a few more stats because I'm loving the stats these days. Yeah, they're good. Um, the most runs of the ball. Fuck. Probably Mansell. No, Fisher-Harris. Yeah, right. Um, the most run meters. Um, Teddy. It was Teddy. Most dummy hey. half runs. Oh, hey, sorry, just before you go, Dylan Arthur last played round 17. Oh, okay, so he played pretty late into the season. Yeah. Who knew? Not me. 
Um, most dummy half runs? Um, cook. Yeah. By a landslide. Um, he had 187. The next in line was Harry Grant at 107. Wow. Yeah. Beaten by a solid 80. And the most kick re- uh, kick return meters. Hey. Caleb yep. Palmer. Yep. Gutherson. It was Gutho. Yeah, I knew it'd have to be one of those three. Yeah. Or it could have been Little Puppy. No, it wasn't. Puppy was a solid 400 meters off. What was he? He was like third. Top five. Um, top five, Gutho, Tedesco, Pappenhausen, Dylan Edwards, and Adam Dewey. <laughs> Fair enough. What the heck? Yeah, Adam Dewey, and then Dufty, then Ponga, then CNK, then RTS, William Kennedy. And then you got a front rower and Junior Paulo. How many did Darius Boyd have? Let me just control F that. <laughs> oh, Darius isn't coming up on the list. That's because he fucking didn't even make the list. He didn't make top 100. Oh, God. Fuck. No one did <laughs> from the Broncos. Except for Katoni Staggs, probably. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Actually, I just want to quickly search for Broncos. <laughs> All right, there was one Bronco in this list. Oh, no, no, there wasn't. Sorry. That was at the bottom of the, that was on the footer of the website. <laughs> sorry. No, no Broncos in top 100. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Anyway, let's fucking move on then. This is depressing. Let's get into Origin, shall we? First game of three weeks in a row. Oh, how about we, um, how about we read off our own individual sides? Oh, didn't we do that last week? We done it again? No, we no, we went through potential players. This oh, is like yeah. the actual names that have been like the teams that have been listed. Yeah. Um, I'll start us off. Uh, just quickly though, Adelaide Oval. First game is at Adelaide Oval in Adelaide. Um, the New South Wales Blues consist of James Tedesco at the back. Um, Daniel Tupo and Josh Adokar on the wings Clint Gutherson and Jack Whiten in the centres Luke Keary and Nathan Cleary in the halves The forwards are Daniel Saifiti in the 8 jersey Damian Cook in the 9 Junior Paulo in the 10 In the 11 is Boyd Cordner The 12, Tyson Frizzell And the 13, Jake Trebojevic The interchange is Fly Kick Walker, Payne Haas, Cam Murray, and Angus Crichton. The two reserves that we have are Nathan Brown and Zach Lomax, the man with the most errors. Zachy Lomax. Kind of um, hard to argue, though. He he was really good this year, wasn't he? Oh, he deserves a spot for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, maybe that's why he's in reserves and not starting in the centres. Who would you have had in there in front of him anyway? Like... Well, it's it's pretty crazy that his preferred position is centre yeah. and we've got Gutho and Jack Whiten, true. two non-centres. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it happens a lot in Origin, though. Guys just step up. I'm not yeah, even worried about it. The only time I don't think you can do it is when it's like picking someone to play six, seven or nine. Or nine not, or one even. Not, yeah, that's not a six, seven, nine or one. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You can do it with centres easy. Yeah. And wing. All right, let me um, let me get into the team that matters most, and I've just got a little sneaky little hype up for me just to just to bring it in. Okay. A little bit of little bit of old school. Bit of Queenslander chant in the background. <laughs> Giddy up, Queenslander. Fucking good in your. Uh, let's go at the back for the Queensland Maroons, eh? Who's won more? Who's won more games? Uh, yeah. Queensland, Queensland. That's right. Don't fucking forget it either. <laughs> Ask me that question again in five years' time. <laughs> oh, mate, fuck, watch it. Um, <laughs> Alexander Brimson is at the back. Why they are listing him as Alexander Brimson when all season he's been listed as AJ Brimson? I don't think he has. 
I think he's been listed as Alexander Brimson. Okay, maybe yes. <laughs> can we get a facts? Can we get a facts check on that, please? All right, yeah, you, you do your thing. I'll, uh, I'll do some facts checking. <laughs> I'm probably fucking wrong. It just doesn't make sense. No one calls him Alexander, but Alexander, if you're listening, Alexander Brimson. <laughs> uh, Xavier Coates uh, on one wing with Philip Sammy on the other. Actually, has that changed? Oh, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ah, uh, this is the most up-to-date one. At oh yeah, eight it is. Thirty-two p.m. Yeah, no, you're right. So Philip Sammy, I thought I read earlier that Philip Sammy was was out. Yeah, I read that too. I'm confused. Anyway, um, Branko Lee and Dan Gagai in the centres, Munster and DCE in the halves, Christian Welsh up front with Jake Friend and Josh Papali. Papali. Why do I always do that? It's Papali. I always try and get fancy. It's just Papali. <laughs> Josh Papali'i. I just remember hearing the Kiwi dudes announce it one time. It sounded way better when they did it. Unless you're anyway. talking about Isaiah Papali'i. No, no, no. They would. I remember hearing them when they said Papali. They literally said it like Papali'i or something like that. Okay. It was, yeah, it was different. Anyway, it sounded cool when they did it. I suck when I do it. <laughs> uh, Felice Kafusi, Cohen Hess, Tino Suomala'awi. You hear that, Rabs? <laughs> Malawi, <laughs> Malawi, uh, interchange. Ben Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Lindsay Dropball Collins, <laughs> Jai Arrow, Jai Mullet Arrow. Oh boy, Jayden is he has Stiller. he shaved it off yet? I'm pretty uh, sure he was I, shaving it off for cancer at some point. He may well have. I'm pretty sure this is wrong because I read earlier that Kurt Cadewell was playing centre. Okay, Gagai to the wing. Maybe that was the case and it's changed. But... Yeah, it could well. Anyway, Kurt Capewell and Heimel Hunt are your reserves. That they are. That they are. Right. Just just quickly, fact check. Um, rounds, all the rounds that I've checked throughout the year, it has been Alexander Brimson. Okay, I stand corrected. My apologies, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> Can we stop calling him fucking AJ then? No, nah, I'm calling him AJ still. No, I'm calling him Alexander now. Okay. It's official. It's official, but you're Aussie. What's, what's, you're his, in- things. what's his Instagram? <laughs> All right, I'll check it. I'll check it. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he calls himself AJ, then, AJ. then we have to. Are they calling him Brimo? Brimo. Brimo. And then, it, yep, AJ Brimson. There it is. See? He fucking calls himself AJ. There yeah. you go. Anyway. Gold Coast Titans, 141. Stay chi ch chi c h e with a lime. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm fucking too old for that shit. There you are. Stay che. I don't know. Stay che. I don't know. All right. So New South Wales dollar thirty four favorites. Queensland three dollars thirty. Outsiders underdogs, if you will. It happens, man. It happens most of the time. Yeah, it does. Even during our win streak, there was plenty of times where we were underdogs. It was weird. Yeah. Um. Do you want to talk about what you think, what's coming? I I personally believe that the the New South Wales Blues are going to um, come out of the blocks and just make a couple of errors and have Queensland stomp all over them. Yeah, okay. Um, I think that we're just going to get jumped. It's going to be one of those things where we're just like, we, we are, they, they get com- not complacent because like, how do you get complacent in your first game of origin? Um, they just, they might just be having their heads stuck up their asses and just um, not realizing that this Queensland team actually has some talent in it. I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty surprised if I'm honest. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, that's I think Queensland, enough. I think Queensland have to play almost a perfect game, um, you know, for it to be, a win for them like new south wales have just got an absolute gun so for me just a, just a, a quick i guess my thoughts i think that the back line is the biggest issue for queensland oh 100 i think everything uh, else is fine your back line is fucking ridiculous our back line i think no offense to those guys because i like those guys actually like they're all good guys that i think are, they've got good careers ahead of them but I don't think you can line up a single one of them 
against the guy opposite and say that they would take their place. There's just not one. And in fairness, I don't think our backline can fucking cook breakfast for your backline. Mm. Like, it's stupid good. Where we, I think, have the advantage, and it's a fucking slim advantage, and it's arguable, I think our halves, I think I, I think I back my halves over yours, personally. Yeah. I think Kiri's a small bloke, and I think that we can... We can I, put it, I think we can put it on him. Mm. I think I think Cleary coming off of a shell shocked grand final loss would I might I'm just thinking could be a little bit rattled going yeah. into this. Whereas Munster is fucking riding high and is an absolute world beater. The bloke just doesn't like losing and he's so good. This is big true. Games. Big this games is... is where Munster makes his makes his money. And DCE is just He's a class half. Yeah, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and I think our back row against your back row stands up for the most part, except for Cohen Hess. I don't understand Cohen Hess being in there. That boggles my mind. Jaden Sewer should be in there in front of Cohen Hess. Like, if you polled 100 people as to who's had a better season, Cohen Hess or Jaden Sewer, 99 of the 100 people would say who's Cohen Hess. <laughs> That's true. And That's the one true. That, and the one that backs Cohen Hess is his mum because she was pulled. <laughs> so no one's picking Cohen Hess or Jaden fucking Sewell, seriously. Um, if I'm honest, Cohen Hess is not in my team at all. No. And Kurt, and Kurt Capewell, he's, he's on the bench and Jaden Sewer is in place of Cohen Hess. Anyway, at least they picked Jade Sewer. And then, and then second, second thing that we're really, really lacking on compared to you is the interchange. Your interchange is bullshit. Like yeah, but you have Lindsay Collins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've got Cody Walker, fly kick, Payne Haas, Cameron Murray, and Angus Crichton coming off your bench. Two of those three are Australian players, current Australian players, and the other two could be Australian players. And Ben Hunt couldn't even hold down his own position in his fucking club. Yeah. Lindsay Collins plays 15 minutes a game for the fucking Roosters and drops fucking 30 balls a game. <laughs> Jai Arrow's solid. That's, that, that's also um, quick math. That's two balls a minute. Yeah, see? So that says a lot. And Sewer's solid. So Arrow and Sewer's solid. But, like, they can't hold Cameron Murray or Angus Crichton or Payne Haas as jocks. Like, seriously. Do you, do you think Heimel Hunt is kind of a, a bit of a random pick? Yes. Yeah. He's not in, he's not in my team. Like, no. And to be fair, maybe it was just a lack of players. But I, um, just going back to your back line, the only, like, two players I think that deserve to be in that back line are Brimson and Dan Gagai. Um, Brinko Lee, I don't, they, they picked him because obviously he's in premiership winning center. Um, but. And the options were pretty fucking slim out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Heimel, Heimel Hunt is the other center in waiting. Like that's it. Yeah. Ugh, what's Will Chambers doing these days? <laughs> Get him back. Greggy Inglis. Oh. SOS, SOS. I don't care you haven't played in fucking three years. You're still better than anyone we've got available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, um, I just, okay, here's my analysis, and it's it's fucking pretty basic. I don't think we're going to be able to score enough points to beat you guys. It, yeah, no, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, I, think the, I think the highest point scorer of the Queensland team this year is going to be Joshua Parley. Yeah, right. The other thing that um, concerns me, just and it's just, it's just popped in my head just looking at the team list, um, your back five are all big meter eaters. Huge. Tedesco, Tupo, Gutherson, Whiten, Adokara, all guys that return the ball really strong. Brimson, solid. Xavier Coates is, is young and a bit of a rookie and tapered off as the season went on. Branko Lee is not a big meat eater. Dan Gagai is fucking Superman when he puts on the Roan 
jersey. He so really I'm, is. So I'm not going against Dane. I think Dane's a fucking legend. And Philip Sammy's new to the team too. And I think that he'll have something to prove, but they're just, they're not on the same level as those other guys. One one thing that I, um, I respect is that um, they've actually picked a bunch of rookies and they're actually starting them, which is good. I think it, the same thing happened for the Blues a few years back. We ne- we just we blooded a bunch of rookies and you got to give them that time to. Uh, they were good players regardless, but like they they grew in the roles and now they are who they are. Um, yeah, we had to do something to try and beat the the insane record that Queensland had. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that is a good thing. Definitely, you're right. Um, you just got to maybe cop it on the chin for the next few years. Oh, well, I think I actually think that this is the year. I think this year we struggle. I think next year we are way more competitive. Yeah. Definitely. Considering you get Fafita back next year as well. I think there's a few guys that are out right now that come back next year that'll be better for it. Like, you know, um, what's his face that was going to be fullback? Um, Ponga? Ponga. You know, we're missing Ponga as well. You know, yeah. So. And next year, Jake Friend won't be there. It'll be Harry Grant for sure. And, and I think that's going to be amazing because Harry Grant's going to be a superstar. Yeah. For the for the West Tigers, superstar <laughs> for the West Tigers, right? Yeah, okay, mate. <laughs> I can dream. Not even, not even answering that crap. Yeah, fair call, fair call. I'm trying to find the percentages of eligibilities. Have you seen that? Have you? No, I haven't. I do know that there was a hell of a lot of players that um, <laughs> New South Wales had that Queensland didn't. Yeah, I'm sure I saw it not long ago, and it was like. 50 um from memory it was like either 52 or 56 percent of all players that play in the nrl eligible for new south wales it was like 20 it was almost 50 50 of the remaining 50 yeah that were eligible for pacific islands new zealand and queensland like yeah so not 50 percent eligible for queensland but it was like 25 yeah that was eligible so like you you know new south wales literally have twice the pool of people i don't care like i'm not saying that matters it's just it's something that you forget because i i'm looking at um i'm just looking at some of the guys we've picked and we've been talking about it like how there's just a bit of a, a shortage yeah um, and you know it's easy to <laughs> it's easy to see why like we fucking you know we've been pretty pretty blessed in recent times because we've had an abundance but um like you said we're going through a bit of a Bit of a yeah, bit of rough patch. The other thing that's scary for us is that you guys couldn't pick Katoni Stags this year because he's injured. <laughs> so, like, you could have legitimately had Katoni Stags in there too, and that's fucking scary. Who do you who do you do you replace Walker with Stags on the bench? No, I think Gutherson goes to the bench. To be honest. Oh yeah, that's a fair call. Yeah, but Gutherson Walker still misses out. Yeah, Gutherson goes to the bench and Staggs is your starting centre. Yeah. And I'm not even kidding. Like, that scares me. <laughs> like it does. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Is Tavita Pangai eligible for anyone? I uh, don't know. Uh, he played for Tonga. Yeah, but that means he's eligible for somebody. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. I'm just trying to have a look. Uh, dual eligible players. So... Player who is selected to represent a nation that is like Tonga, as an example, cannot play for another nation in the same calendar year. That means that dual eligible players, including Milford, Pangai, Stags, Manasi, Fanua, Wonga, Blake, will have to choose between making themselves available for Origin or for Pacific Nations. Wait, did Milford play Origin a couple years back? Yeah, yeah, he's played for Queensland plenty of times, yeah. Yeah. So Milford is eligible for Samoa and Australia and Queensland. Um, yeah, I was trying to see what the other guys are. Israel Folau is play, currently playing for the Catalans in Super League. Huh. Could we have brought him home? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, another player that isn't playing this year is Valentine Holmes. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, true. Valentine anyway. Holmes is a game breaker for, for Queensland. 
Like, yeah, true. He, he can... definitely he definitely steps up in Origin too. He's got a bit of Dango guy about him. He does. He does. Um, but we will. What's your, what's your prediction? Sorry, before we close out. Um, Queensland by five. Are you going Queensland? Yeah. You motherfucker, you're going the reverse jinx, you fucking prick. <laughs> no, I honestly believe, like I said at the start, they're going to get the jump on us. We're going to fight back, but it's not going to be enough. I'm not sure why I said five, though. Let's go six. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Why yeah, did I mean, you say five? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Queensland by six. Fucking hell. You're a dick. I, I believe it, though. I believe okay. that I'm a dick. No, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should believe it. It's true. Yeah. No, um, I, I, as I said, they're going to get the jump on us. I just, I can feel it in my bones. Fuck, I hope so. Was Fodawaka was in there for us too? How come he didn't get picked? I'm surprised he didn't get a bench spot. Um, because Colin Hess is starting. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. That's so shit. He can't be there for game two, surely. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think Jake Friend would be in the number nine jersey either, but here we are. I'm okay with it, though. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, give him... It's the experience. It's the experience. Yeah. They already have enough rookies. I think that was part of it. Anyway, I'm going to say Queensland by 10. Queensland by 10. There it is. There we have it. It's either Queensland by 10 or New South Wales by 22. Oof. Yeah, I think we either get pumped or we win. Yeah, Which, I mean, like I don't. That, that's weird because I'm pretty much just sitting on the fence there. But I, okay, let me hang on. Let me. It's not going to be a close game. What you mean? Yeah, but let me rephrase it. Queensland, I hope wins by ten. Yep. Or I just hope wins in general. But I, my head probably tells me that New South Wales will win and win well. Okay. My heart tells me New South Wales is going to win well, but my head tells me that Queensland's going to win by ten. Yeah. Okay. You said oh, five. five. No, you said five. Six. And then you said six. six. It's because you it's because you said ten. You're all over the place, mate. <sighs> oh, well, oh well. I hope you I hope you're right. I hope Queensland win. I don't give a fuck if they win by five. I'm good with that. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And we will be um in the next episode of the pod, I will be giving out the golden D for game one origin. We're so doing a pod straight after the game. We are. We a quick are snippet, indeed. 30 minutes rundown on what just happened fresh fresh off the couch fresh off the couch and we might even get it uploaded that night as well see how we go definitely okay well we will get the heck out of here thank y'all so much for tuning in once more even though the season has finished um we've still got it in us and we're going to be continuing on as long as we can um, don't forget to head over to Instagram and drop us a follow at the chargedown.podcast and on the gram. Get on on the, the gram. gram. Um, but as I said, we're going to get the heck out of here. Bye, mate. Peace out, y'all. Bye.